Welcome in to another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. Daniel Gilman here. A little bit of a solo podcast for all you listeners that have stuck with us through the offseason. This is a podcast that talks just about Peaky Blinders. We did venture away from our uh, usual battlegrounds to give you guys the best shows of 2019. And here we are entering 2020. Went on a little bit of a vacation. I went down under down to Australia for a few weeks. Oh man, it was incredible. What a trip. Cannot wait to talk to Josh about that trip with you guys. But Josh is hard at work doing his best Mike Ross, Harvey Specter impression and trying to uh, get through the bar exam. So maybe, just maybe the next time we talk to Josh, we can get some updates from how law school is going because we still don't know who Alfie's lawyer is. We really don't know who Tommy's lawyer is yet. We haven't been introduced to too many lawyers in Peaky Blinders, so you never know. Josh Levy may have to jump in, but I'm Daniel Gilman giving you this one-on-one episode today. If you guys are new to the podcast, just stumbled upon us, caught our top shows of 2019, go check out Peaky Blinders. If you haven't watched it, it is you know one of the best shows on TV, probably the best show currently running that has been more than two or three seasons, especially a show that's not on HBO, which is a network that we love and are waiting to sponsor us. But go ahead and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at By Order of Peaky. Subscribe, rate, review, or you can email us like so many people have at B-O-O-T, Peaky Blinders at gmail.com. We've got a ton of listener feedback today. We've got some updates about Peaky Blinders Season 6 filming news and a little bit of uh, theorizing that we may be teasing towards our Patreon podcasts, which are just bonus episodes for you fans, the diehards that just want to hear more of Arthur Shelby, Tommy Shelby, all Shelby talk. Josh just recently posted an episode on Patreon.com slash By Order of Peaky, which is for $5 a month. You hear bonus episodes every single week. We took a little bit of a break, about a two-week break because of the holidays, but Josh posted a villain breakdown. So who do you despise the most? Is it Luca Changretta? Is it Inspector Campbell? Is it Father Hughes? Probably the three most menacing villains in the show. And then, does does anyone just hate Alfie? We haven't talked too much about Alfie as a villain, just because I think everyone's got a soft spot for that big, cuddly teddy bear. Let's jump into a little bit of listener feedback here right off the bat. And we've got an email. The email's from Monica. And Monica, out in the Colorado Rockies, sent in the email saying, Hey guys, just found your podcast yesterday, and I'm so grateful for what you're doing because I live so remote in the Colorado Rockies, I can't get internet to watch anymore. Oh no. She just finished 4.4 and needs to comment about Polly. So as a single mom, watching her with Michael all the time is so sad. I feel she could have respected him enough as an individual from the beginning to have honored his decision to be a part of the family instead of holding him apart. Oh, Monica, you've got a special spot in our heart because we are... We're not the biggest Polly fans since things took a turn in season four. She continues saying he would have grown up being a part of it all. Let him be a part of it all now. He came back virtually as an adult, bad mothering, way disrespectful and controlling. Just had to weigh in on it. Thanks for all you do. Still listening now without having seen the episodes. Well, thank you so much, Monica. If there was some way for us to triangulate a little bit of Wi-Fi out your way, you got to get through season four. You're, you got two more episodes left of season four, and things are about to get way worse for Polly as a mom. And so 
I think this is something that we don't have to get too much into because Josh and I have let our opinions known about Polly Gray. And clearly, if you're listening to this and you haven't finished season five, maybe stop now. But it's interesting to now look and see where we are with Polly because is she going to come back? Is she going to join Michael's side? Is she going to apologize and go back on Tommy's side? Because she's been through it all. And it's essentially like she was the head of the company when Tommy and the gang was gone for the Great War. And it's it's so interesting, too, to not to go on a little bit of a tangent here. I just saw the film 1917 by Sam Mendes. And it's one of the, the few films that depicts World War I. I mean, there's, there was a documentary, I think, by Peter Jackson last year that was called They Must Not Grow Old, and that was a really grim tale about just how disgusting of a war this was. And, and so this was the war that they were all in. All these Shelbys were in because 1917 was near the end of the war. It was a fantastic film. There were a lot of great cameos. We had Benedict Cumberbatch, Mark Strong. Of course, Tommen from Game of Thrones starred in this alongside... Mackie, I believe the last name of the other uh, main char- main actor was, and so it, it was, oh my god, the, the hot priest from Fleabag, Andrew Scott was phenomenal, also from Sherlock as well, it was a great movie, but it just shows how gruesome this first war was, and so to think about the PTSD that all these Shelbys had to go through, because this was a war that was... Sh- obviously just fought in the trenches, and Tommy was underground. We don't necessarily know the situation with Arthur, with John, where they had to fight, all those different details, which is why we're begging for a little bit of a uh, spinoff of just some some war show. I just want a, a, a Blinders war show. Even if it was different actors to play younger versions of all these characters, that would be phenomenal. Let's get to our next bit of feedback. Seth messages in on Facebook saying, Hey guys, I'm watching and listening episode by episode and just finished Blackbird. And during Grace's Secrets, you guys mentioned that the series will end at the start of World War II. What's crazy is that means Tommy's son will be old enough to actually serve since he'll be of age. Wouldn't that be a twist? Thanks guys, like the podcast. Oh, Seth, what an observation there. I, not even something that we even joked about in our Grace's Secrets when I went on that crazy thing saying that it was all going to tie back to Dunkirk because it's Killian Murphy, but I, I couldn't even imagine. What if Finn is the commanding officer to all of the kids, not just Tommy's kids? Will Arthur's kid be old enough? John's kids definitely will be old enough. So I wonder if this show will do a Vikings-esque jump forward I'm going to be honest, I don't want that. I didn't like that in Vikings too much when they jumped forward 15 years and raised the uh, the ages of all the kids. They did that part one, part two. I think it was season six. I think that was the last season of Vikings that I watched, even though it's a show that I hold near and dear to my heart. Another one that I bring up a lot of times in this podcast. We're going to have an episode on our Patreon. I've got it planned for some time in February where we talk about some more what-ifs when it comes to the last season of this show because of the World War II Bells being the final scene, and that's something that's been alluded to by the showrunner, Stephen Knight, by the directors, both Anthony Byrne and a couple other guys have have kind of alluded to that. So that's another interesting one. And then our last bit of feedback today, before we go into a little bit of breaking news in terms of the filming for the new season, it's from Janet. And Janet has a little bit of clarification for everyone. And she says, hi, in case no one else explained, in the season one finale, Grace was on the other line. I think this, I think she means season two finale. Grace was on the other line, and Michael told her that Tommy was at Epsom. Also, the cut on Tommy's cheek is from when he was beat up. 
and not from the mother of the Digbeth kid. You can see the cut on his cheek in the episode before. God, the cut on the cheek. There is no bigger controversy or controversy, I think as they say in Old England, than this cut on the cheek. It just pops up out of nowhere. I thought it came from that cut because that's the only time I see Tommy really get physically injured in that span of three, four episodes where the cut pops up. But as Janet mentions, you could see it in the episode before. If you guys have any opinions about this cut on Tommy's cheek, please let me know. I would love to find out if we can get the exact scene, maybe a screen grab too, from the moment that Tommy was cut on the cheek. We talked a bunch about what actors could be Tommy. What other actors in TVs or movies galore who could play Killian Murphy's role? And so Josh and I talked about that back in mid-December on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. So go ahead and jump on that if you want more episodes. We also lined up some more winter episodes, which will also be Josh and I kind of ranking our favorite non-Shelbys. Maybe guessing some guest stars for season six who could pop up. Could we see a little bit of more movie star magic? Could we get maybe uh, a Brad Pitt or uh, Julia Roberts maybe? And then we've also got some best movies and shows starring peaky actors. And speaking of that, there is one coming out quite soon. As I just saw the trailer when I went to go see 1917, it's it's another scary movie. Killian Murphy loves to play in these in these interesting dark roles. And so it, it's Emily Blunt, and you're wondering what's happening here, and then you realize that it's a Quiet Place sequel. And it's got a little bit of an alien twist, and Killian Murphy with a big woolly mammoth beard, showing a little white on that beard, pops out and, and plays the male lead, taking over uh, Emily's husband, Jim from The Office, and so I, I think that's going to be a good one. I really think A Quiet Place Part 2 is going to be a little bit of a coming out party here because Killian Murphy's played roles, but not to the point where he's gotten any recognition from a national audience, I don't think. I think Dunkirk, he didn't really talk too much. And obviously, Dark Knight series, he was uh, a minor villain. And I wouldn't call him a major villain. So now let's get to the end of... Uh, of what we were teasing here, and it's the Peaky Blinders Season 6 news, and so Production Weekly is reporting that Season 6 will start shooting in Liverpool and Scotland on February 11th. February 11th. I mean, we're talking about less than a month from when I'm recording right now, and so BBC's interview with Stephen Knight gave a little bit of an update too. Knight said he just finished writing Season 6. It's the best yet but we always say that. So I'm very excited to find out when this date's going to air because I would love to see an October air date like two years ago. I guess if we have to wait a little bit longer, it is what it is, but I think, or I I don't know, October, November would be my guess. Anything earlier would be just an absolute blessing. This fall is going to be stacked. Obviously, Succession's coming back, The Mandalorian coming back, and I really hope Peaky Blinders will join us in 2020. So, if anything, Josh and I will not have too much off-season as we try to fill the uh, the gaps left by Stephen Knight in this past season. So, I, I really want you guys to continue to hit me with feedback. I'll continue to do these episodes. Josh and I are really gearing up. Tuesday, I believe, we're going to record an episode for Patreon, one that I am so excited about. I built my top 10 songs from Peaky Blinders, all five seasons, 
Josh, who's a music aficionado, built his top 10 songs, what episodes they're in, who sings them, and then we've got some predictions for maybe one or two really popular hits that could pop up in the next season of Peaky Blinders. So make sure to join us on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky for all the updates. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast and on Twitter at by order of Peaky. Hit the subscribe button. Tell one friend, just one friend. I was in Australia. I told six people, all six of them, joined us on facebook.com. We got a couple new Patreon people down under. So I want to welcome you guys. And for everyone battling and worrying about all the animals in the fires, it's it's devastating. What is fortunate is the major cities are not too impacted. I know the Australian Open is getting a lot of smoke. I was in Melbourne the last day of my trip, and that was on Tuesday, just a couple days ago on January 14th. And it was uh, it was it was smoky, and it's unfortunate. And I've donated, and I hope everyone who has thought about donating will consider donating to the foundations that are raising so much awareness and so much money for the smoke and the nearly one billion animals that have perished, unfortunately, due to these fires, the brush fires, the bush fires, all the wildfires out in Australia. So I want to send them my support as well. Thanks so much for listening. Another episode of By Order of Peaky. Gone and on the way. Talk to you again soon. If you're on Patreon, we'll talk to you again very soon. We binge so you don't have to. I'm Daniel Gilman. Thanks for listening.